Today is Friday, which means it's the People Like You podcast. My name is Emmanuel Osasiri, your online personal trainer and wellness coach. And today I am joined with a very special guest, Mr. Sean Crumpler. So Sean is actually a coworker at my uh, at my day job at a processing plant. And basically we've had a couple of good conversations about um, the the what it takes to kind of lose weight, um, the different approaches and pretty much um, what you're doing right now currently. So I won't talk too much, but I'll go ahead and let you take um, take the floor. Go ahead and tell us about yourself and where you're at currently with your weight loss goals and stuff. Well, um, like you said, my name is Sean Crumpler. Um, I'm 46 years old. Um, I am married. I have two kids. One of them's gonna be 19 in a couple weeks. Uh, my other one will be 18 the end of this year, and they'll both be graduating high school in the next year, year and a half. So nice. I'm also a full-time student at Cal State going for my bachelor's degree to become an elementary school teacher. Perfect. Um, where I'm at fitness-wise is I have a goal in mind that I'm trying to get there. Um, currently, I deal with a lot of pain in my knees, and a lot of that I know is from my weight. Um, it's also from past injuries that I've had, but for the majority of it, um, it's my weight. And I've had doctors tell me that each pound of weight that you have on your body is worth four pounds of pressure on your knees. So um, I'm currently over 300 pounds, so I've got 1,200 pounds roughly sitting on my knees. Right, but and you've, you've lost weight before, right, based upon what we've said? Like this is yeah. a process that you've been through already and... It's been kind of like a roller coaster ride, a lot of it. It's like I'll do stuff and um, I'll try different things and it'll I'll get results, but then I get bored with it and I can't sustain it. Right. So it's like I just I put the weight back on and then some. And so, um, I mean, yeah, it's just I'm trying to find things. Uh, you know, along my journey, I've learned that um, you can't diet. Because a diet is just a fad. Once right. you stop that diet, like Atkins diet, the keto diet, all that stuff. Once you stop it, a lot of the times you gain the weight back. It's not right. sustainable if you stop the, the diet process that you do. But what you have to do is you have to make lifestyle changes in the way you eat and everything like that. Um, big pro My big problem is portion control. I love to eat. I love food. Right. We all do. So, right. I mean... Yeah. But I eat till I feel like I'm full, and by the time I feel like I'm full, I've already overate because right. it takes so long for that food to register onto your body right. and stuff. So, like right now, I'm just trying to do like portion control, uh, smaller portions. I've cut out a lot of sodas. I mean, like you said, I work with you at the manufacturing plant out in Button Willow, and I mean, I drink in a 12 hour day, I've drank up to 12. 12 ounce cans of soda right you know and that's so, a lot of sugar and stuff to be right. <laughs> consuming so what are some things that have um that have worked for you right now because you talked about your um your biking to school now during your night classes and yeah. everything um and and so go ahead and share some of that stuff um like i said i've got the pain in my knees so i can't do a lot of exercising because of the jarring in my knees and and everything and I mean, I've been seeing you for the past, well, since February for for um, an injury I had in my left knee. And, I mean, it's not strong enough, and I don't think it will be strong enough for a while. Um, you know, it pops out. It, it 
catches it it sticks and stuff and so that just causes more pain and more problems for me so i'm trying to find ways that i can sit there and do things you know um that are less impact on my right. knees i know right. swimming is a lot of l- low impact on your knees riding your bicycle because it's a lot of fluid movements it's right. not the jarring and everything of of your foot hitting the ground and stuff um when I worked in the afternoon shifts on second shift, going in at three o'clock in the afternoon to work and work until eleven in the morning, I mean eleven at night, I would sit there and I was riding up to about 110, 120 miles a week hmm. on my bicycle. Uh, when I came to first shift, working seven in the morning to three in the afternoon, or five in the morning to one in the afternoon, it's like by the time you get off of work, you don't want to do nothing. You don't right. want right. to exercise or anything, right. you know. So it's like. I never rode any. I stopped riding and right. stuff, and and like you said, I I told you I currently I started last week riding from my house to Cal State, and right. it's about a twenty five minute bike ride to Cal State, nice. and then I turn around and ride at home. So it's like I'm getting an hour's worth of workout, right? You know, in in two different time frames, but I mean, it's still you know, it's something. Exactly, and, and it's a little bit, you know. Exactly, and you and you talked about um, something that I, I really agree with that I believe, and it's the sustainability factor as well. Yeah. You're somebody who's lost weight, and uh, like a lot of people, they end up gaining it back sometimes even more than they originally had. So, to that point, what are some things that that you've done this time around to to kind of help sustain your your progress so far? Well, I think a lot of it is is just again, it's it's starting off and making simple goals. Right. That's the big thing. You right. don't want to sit there and make a big goal because you get so frustrated. As I have so many times before, you know, at my slimmest point, at when I felt the best, I was around two ten, two fifteen. Um, you know, even though doctors say for my bone structure, my height, and everything, I should be about one sixty, but I'm not. That's for like oriental people or you know some some small person right. with my big frame and right. stuff like that i'm six one and a half right i'm a pretty big guy you know um my wife said i look too sickly getting below 200 and everything like that mm-hmm. so um you know that's when i felt my best and stuff like that and so trying you know that's my ultimate goal is to get down you know but it's still you know, it's the little goals. Because you can't just say, okay, I'm going to hit 200. Right. I want to go for 200 and then sit there and don't make any goals in between because right. you don't make any goals in between. You're just going to get frustrated because you're going to sit there and there's times where you'll see rapid weight loss and then you'll peak out yeah, for a while right. and then you get, you know, and then you have to change it up right. to get that body to, to shock it again to start losing the weight or else you just plateau. And a lot of times, like a lot of people and myself in the past, you know, I, I get stuck and it's like, I get bored and it's, I get frustrated because I don't see the results anymore, you know? And another thing is too, like, you know, there for a while, I mean, at one time I was weighing myself like every day wanting to see the weight loss, but I mean, your weight loss is going to vary from day to day and you don't want to do, we do your weighing yourself every day because that's another thing that you're going to get frustrated because right. okay oh today i lost two pounds tomorrow oh wait i'm put yeah. three pounds back on and, and there's water like weight get, and stuff yeah and you right. get frustrated right. and, and stuff like that so a lot of it is you know just make your goals little right you know okay i'm gonna lose 10 pounds in the next two weeks right you know that's a doable goal right and it's not real rapid loss or anything like that but do your two pounds okay you sit there woohoo i celebrate a little bit right you know back when 
Because when I got down to the 200, I was up about 280, and I went to do a loading job, you know, and that was kind of my exercise. Right. But I also was kind of watching what I ate and stuff like that. And I got down to 195, right. kind of went back up to 200 and kind of sustained there. Um, but a lot of it is, is okay, I was faithful to myself, faithful to the diet, faithful to everything during the week while I was at work. I was Monday through Friday. I had the weekends off. So, okay, I'm going to go home on the weekends, you know, and and then it was like, okay, I'd allow myself to eat a little bit more, eat some of the stuff that I wouldn't do during the week. But a lot of it was, you know, I had it in here that I wanted to keep going. So I was like, okay, I'd eat the cheeseburgers. I'd eat the pizza. I'd right. eat the steaks. I'd drink the <laughs> sodas, go out to eat, right. you know, eat right. the cheesecakes and the sweets and stuff. Right. But come Monday morning or come Monday, I was right back at it, cutting that stuff out, getting back to what I needed to do, and I was doing that for the week. So, I mean, you know, that was kind of like my little say, right. hey, you know what, you're doing a good job, right? you know, doing this, and yeah. it's like, okay, I'm celebrate a little yeah, bit. Pick you and know? choose, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, but don't go hog wild and right. stuff, and, and right. a lot of times, you know, with people, and even I have in the past, it's like, okay, you know... Right now, it's hard for me because my family's all skinny and everything like that. And they got cookies and right, they've got sweets right, in right. the house That's and everything. And, and they're eating it in front of me. And it's like, man, I want it so much, but I got to do something for my weight and my health and everything like that. You know, and it's like. It's kind of hard if you don't have a good support system, too. Right. And that's the other thing is you got to have a good support system. Yeah, and that's a good point as well. So I'm glad you said that because um, it, it's sounding like you're saying a big part of your success with the small goals is as far as is just making it a part of your lifestyle and obviously like you said you have you know you have daughters you have you have your wife you have a family and yeah. so um are, are there ways that they've been able to support you as far as like your small goals and stuff and um i think a lot of it is is like okay i've cut down to where i eat a lot more salads and my portion control and stuff like that and and you know and and Sometimes I need that nudging, right. you know, and I want to sure. say, hey, give me that that extra piece of bread or that extra piece of pizza or whatever. Nobody, I don't want food to go to waste. That's my, right. you know, that's yeah, another yeah, big yeah, thing yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. And so it's like, uh, just give it to me and I'll eat it right now. But it's like a lot of times too, I've had to sit there and tell myself, you know, tell my wife, hey, get on to me if you see me eating too much and everything like that. And I've had to kind of say, hey, you know what? She's not doing it to be bickering or to... To, to be fighting or start a fight with me, she's also helping me look out for myself. Nice. And stuff like that. So I think that's a lot of it is, is you know, um, they help me a lot, you yeah. know, um, um, salads and stuff like that. Right. It's like, you know, um, you know, they don't sit there and like with, with sweets and stuff like that. They right. don't go say, hey, come up with a big old thing of cookies and sit down <laughs> next to me. Come on, Dad, let's tear into these or anything like that. You know, they right. have them there. They eat them, right. you know. And they've even asked me, hey, you know what? If this is going to bother you, we won't do it in front of you. Yeah, or, or we'll do it, For you know, sure. we won't even buy it and For stuff sure. like that. But, I mean, I don't want them to have to, to you know, go without right. just because I'm going without and stuff right. like that and stuff. So, a lot of it's, you know... My mindset that I have to do, you right. know, and it's like, okay, growing up, I was never a big sweets eater. My family was never a big sweets eater. My dad at his heaviest was almost 600 pounds um, until he had the 
the stomach stapling is what they did back then mm. and stuff like that. So a lot of times, like for desserts and stuff like that, my mom would do a bowl of fruit, you know, or jello with fruit in it and stuff like that. So she wouldn't do like desserts for, you know, pies or cookies and everything like that. I mean, coming home and high school and stuff, we had orange trees in our backyard. I'd go out and I'd eat four or five oranges when I get home from school and that was my snack and stuff like that. And so my parents, you know, my mom kind of tried to encourage a lot of that and stuff in me as well as growing up. And so I don't have a real big cravings for sweets. I do eat sweets every now and then, but I mean... I don't. I mean, I could deal without them. Right. I don't have to have them. Right. My biggest downfall is sodas. Sodas, yeah. And, and you know, and that's got the most sugar of everything. Yeah. And it's like that's my biggest thing is just trying to cut out the sodas and stuff, which I've tried to do a lot. You know, I drink a lot of sparkling water because I want that carbonation feeling. Is another thing that makes me want to have a soda. Right. You know, and the other part is I'm ADHD, so I mean, and caffeine does the opposite for me. If I don't drink no caffeine, I am bouncing off the walls. I'm fidgety. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. shaking. It feels like my skin's on crawling and yeah. stuff like that. So a lot of times I drink the coffee. I drink the caffeine. You know, energy drinks. I know you're not supposed to have them. Most people drink them and it's like they get their heart racing. I can drink three and four in a day and they don't do nothing to me. They help me sleep at night. So yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, so I've got to watch a lot of things that I do because... You know, caffeine and stuff, and and again, you know, a lot of stuff is different for me than it is for other people. You know, right? So, and and that's a great point. I wanted to um, go back to your um, to your knee pain, uh-huh. and um, this is the people like you podcast. So I'm sure there's other people that are um, that that are heavy that that have knee pain as well too. How big? I want to ask how big of an impact really was was that in your decision to to start living a, a healthier lifestyle per se. Um, it's always been a battle of mine, you know, um, like again, it's my weight has fluctuated my, ever since I got married, when I met my wife, I was lifting weights four or five days a week. I was running six miles a day. So I was pretty fit. I can eat a medium and a large pizza by myself and not gain any weight. Right. My metabolism was like, yeah, the roof. Right. and you know, and as I got married and stuff like that i started you know again working full-time going to school full-time and stuff something has to suffer and something has to put, be put to the back end you know and it's not going to be my wife i didn't want it to be my school i need to work so it's like my exercise and everything so i've gotten big you know and trying to to balance it out but i mean a lot of it is you know some of the things is is that i've got to get this pain under control right i know a lot of it is with my weight the doctor says a lot of it's bursitis and it's a lot my weight. I know there's other things in there that are wrong, but they won't look at it and they won't do nothing about it until I get the weight down because with the weight, it's just going to cause it to happen again. And it's everything. not helping. And so, right. <laughs> so, I mean, and I've got to do something, right. you know, and, and I live in pain in my knees every day, right. 24-7. I mean, I can't stand for very long. It hurts. I can't sit for very long. It hurts. I have to keep stretching out my knees, stretching out my legs, moving, stuff like that. And and if I want this stuff to get taken care of, I've got to do something. Because right. obviously the doctors don't want to do nothing to it until it's, right. you know, heaven forbid, I might need knee replacement. 
but they're not going to touch me or anything until I get a lot of my weight off of me. Right. Like and I said, I'm 300 plus pounds. I've got to get something off. Right, right. And I, I kind of, I, 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 the optimist in me wants to look at it as a blessing in disguise from the standpoint that as you take your bike riding, for example, as you're getting into the routine of bike riding and you're doing other things that are going to kind of keep your keep yourself active um, with, with blood flow through your knee, like biking, swimming, these yeah. sort of activities... Well, I want to say that that's going to help to kind of adapt you to a different lifestyle that you weren't right. formally accustomed to before the knee pain. Well, I think a lot of it, too, is some of the knee pain right now comes down to knee stiffness. Right, right. And so, you know, it just like anything, you don't use it. It's going to hurt. It's going to get stiff. You know, your joints are that way. I mean, I know a lot of my pain came from... Um, I'll be honest, I used to come home and after work and I'd sit down and I'd play video games until I went to bed. Right. I mean, on my days off, 12 hours a day, I'd be playing video games. Right. I'd sit down and so I'm not using my knees. I'm not moving and getting up and doing something. Right. So I know a lot of it's like, you know, my you might call it like knee rust or, yeah. or whatever. And it's just stiffness that I have to work out and I have to get. And I think a lot of it as... I think the weight's going to take a lot of the knee pain off, but as I keep moving it and doing the exercises, right. like I said right now, with I mean, swimming, I have to have a gym because, you know, gym yeah. membership, and, yeah. and financially right now, that's not feasible for me because, like I said, I've got two adult kids, right. I've, I'm going to school full-time, my right. wife's going to school, plus working, right. you know, it's... And again, I've had gym memberships, I've t you know, like we've talked in the office and stuff, I've had gym memberships where it's like, Okay, I just, I don't feel like going today. Uh, and then it just adds on the next day. I don't feel like going. Next thing you know, it's been a year and a half, and I've still yeah. got the gym membership and never even gone. Yeah. You know, and then so like, what's the point? To where the bike is something that I have in my garage. Excuse me. I don't have to pay for it or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And like I said, you know, it was, it came an opportunity. There was an opportunity with these last two weeks being off of work. And stuff with time change. I get out at 6.30, 6.45 from class. Still got a lot of daylight left. It's a 25-minute ride home from Cal State to my house. So it's like, hey, you know what? I'm going to start riding. There you go. Mm -hmm. You know, riding to school, riding back. At least yeah. that's some form of exercise because right. I need some kind of exercise. Right. I've tried walking, but again, the walking is the jarring on my knees and it, it just kills my knees. Right. And a lot of it is, is I do a lot of standing and a lot of walking at work through the manufacturing plant. And... I mean, I come home and I'm icing my knees. I have to sleep with a pillow between my legs because of the knee pain. It hurts me the next day. And so, you know, biking is something that it's not, there's no impact to my knees. It's a fluid movement when you're riding and you're pedaling and everything. So, so I'm getting that exercise through my legs, which is a big part of, you know, to help with your weight losses because they're the biggest muscles in your body or in your legs and stuff and so just working them out it's going to help me you know and again getting active and doing something getting out and doing something right. and that's a lot of it i mean right. i have a stationary bike at home i don't ride it yeah because again with my add hd which is the attention deficit disorder with hyperactivity right i get bored right. because i'm not going anywhere i'm just sitting there the yeah. scenery stays the same where bicycling getting out riding the bike path and stuff like that right I mean, um, like I said before, when I worked the second shift, I'd ride 110 miles a week. I mean, I would ride from my house, which I lived by Stockdale High School, and I would ride out to Enos Lane and back. 
and that's a 25 mile round trip and I do that three days a week and then one day a week I would ride from my house up to Bakersfield College and back and that's like a 35 mile round trip ride and stuff so you know I'm getting that I was getting that exercise and I was getting out and I liked it because I had a partner to ride with right. and everything like that um you know a lot of it is like you know like me I need that support right so Perfect. having somebody to work out with somebody to ride with somebody like that to kind of help me focus on my goals is what I need right or else I get bored and it's like skip it why do it you know exactly so it, it sounds like Sean um because I, I believe that your, your story is going to help a lot of people out there um it, it's it sounds like it starts with having the right support group around yes. you, um, your family. Um, you mentioned making small changes yes. um, as well, making things a part of your lifestyle, making it a part of your lifestyle, not trying to go hit the home run straight off the right. bat, but just little incremental changes. Um, did you want to take a quick second and add anything to that as far as anybody that may um, be listening right now? I think one good thing, one good tip that I learned from my mom, and I'm trying to implement it again, is my mom lost almost 200 pounds when she divorced my dad. And not because she divorced my dad, but I mean, she needed to make that change too. And um, she went through a weight loss class. And one of the things that they said is, you know, when you start to feel that you're hungry, drink an eight ounce glass of water. Yes, firm believer in that. Five to 10 minutes later, after drinking that glass of water, if you're still hungry, that means you're hungry. You need to exactly. eat because nine times out of ten, we eat because we think we're hungry right. out of, or out of an emotional need. Right. So um, my mom did is, you know, according to along with watching what she ate and exercising and stuff, she did a lot of things where she's and she, I mean, she still does it to this day. If she feels hungry, she drinks an eight ounce glass of water. If she's still hungry within five to ten minutes after drinking that water. Her body's hungry and she needs right. the food, and so she eats. Perfect. And I mean, I and to her that helped out a lot and stuff. And I mean, even if you do the the eight ounce glass of water, big cup of water before you eat, that's also going to cut down on how much you eat because you're going to get feel fuller faster. Right. I'm so stuff. I'm so glad you um you you actually um I'll post the the article in the description box underneath this YouTube video, but I actually um, wrote an article about that staying full longer. Yeah. Um, I, it's called uh, Eating Smarter. So um, that's right online with what, with what I believe as well, too. I can go. I mean, that's a whole nother hour conversation. <laughs> yeah. But um, I like to uh, end each uh, I like to end each interview um, with uh, some just fun questions just okay. to kind of you know, unwind at the end of the session. So uh, here we go. Just rapid fire. If you can be an animal in the world, which one would you be and why? Lion. And why? Because he's the best. He's I, the king. I like lions. I That's do awesome. too. Football or basketball? Football. We're not going to ask what your favorite team is. That's not a point. Carolina Panthers! <laughs> I'm a Falcon fan myself. We're moving on. Um, would you rather fly, be able to fly or be invinci invisible? Uh, be able to fly. I would get in trouble being invisible. Good answer. <laughs> Good answer. Uh, hamburger and fries or Mexican food? Uh, depends on the hamburger and fries. But, I mean, I would have to go hamburger and fries because, I don't know if you know, I'm allergic to peppers. I think so you said that before. I can't yeah. have capsaicin, which is the oil from the seeds yeah. and the peppers. Yeah, so said, I can't eat peppers. That. So a That's lot of Mexican food I have to stay away from. So I'm going to go yeah. hamburger and fries. There you go. By default. What's your favorite movie? The Godfathers. Nice. Which one? Anyone in particular? All three. All three. There you go. Uh, what's the last gift you've given someone? Um, The last gift I've given somebody would probably have to be my wife. 
I gave her some flowers and some chocolates. Nice. You're a really romantic guy. That's another podcast, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, dinner or breakfast? Uh, dinner. I'm a breakfast guy. Summer or winter? Winter. winter. It's too hot. Yeah, me too. Especially in uh, Bakersfield. Yeah. All right, last one. If you had one superpower, what would it be and why? Uh, fly. Be able to fly. Yeah. There you go. I don't like uh, driving because I don't like the way other people drive. I wonder if you get tired flying. Well, the superpower, though, you wouldn't... Yeah, oh, that's true. You wouldn't use it all the time, though, but... I, if I, I could you, fly, I, would de- I, would, I wouldn't have a car. You wouldn't need a car. <laughs> Why need but a I'd car? Probably, that's my, to my point, I'd probably get tired flying back and forth. Well, and you would need a car, though. You go oh, grocery right. shopping, how are you going to carry it if you're flying? You're going to carry all your groceries while you're flying? <sighs> that's true. God. Or, say you want to go buy a TV at Walmart or something like that, you're going to fly carrying the TV? God, so, so you kind of still need the car, but... Still, flying would be awesome. There, there would still definitely be a lot of stuff that you can get done flying. Yeah. But, um, hey, Sean, I appreciate your time. Um, uh, I definitely plan to have you on sometime uh, down the line, maybe the end of this year or the beginning of next year, to see where, you're, where you've transformed and to see you put these things into action. And so um, I appreciate it, and um, we'll, see what, we'll, we'll see what happens at uh, the end of the year. No problem. Thanks for having me on. It's been a blessing. Well, that's all the time that we have for today. I hope that you enjoyed our People Like You podcast guest, Mr. Sean Crumpler. Don't forget to tune in every Friday for the People Like You podcast, and let's do this again sometime.